Hello and welcome to Unlocking Your Coaching and Leadership Potential. This podcast is for people who are passionate about helping themselves and others fulfill their potential and who want to know how NLP, coaching and the neuroscience of your multiple brains can support you in living life to the fullest. If you want to know more about training in NLP, becoming an NLP or highest potential coach, then links to my socials and mailing list are in the show notes. Hello and welcome to this episode. I'm really excited because my podcast has changed direction and this new series is moving towards unlocking your coaching and leadership potential. So I'm an NLP trainer and have lots of people coming through to training NLP for many different reasons. So Some of my students want to set up their own businesses as NLP coaches. Some come because they want to add their NLP toolkit into their leadership role or teaching role or health profession role. And people who come for NLP training come for various reasons. So the sort of first part of the NLP training is the diploma, the three-day diploma, and that very much focuses on personal development and self-awareness and your own journey of evolution and growth. Whereas then as you move on through the training, even though it is still a transformational journey that you experience, your own, you know, you still experience your own growth journey, it's also about teaching you those tools and those techniques and the the concepts and the foundations of NLP for using it with others, either in coaching, leadership or other areas of people, supporting people to achieve their potential. So this is where we're heading now with my podcast and I'm really excited because I've got so much to share with you and today I'm starting with why seeing your clients in their highest potential is really important for the results that you get in the coaching space. So if you are already, you know, a coach or a therapist or a counsellor or someone who leads people, then you probably already noticed that when they come to you for support and help, they might present in what we call in NLP as being unresourceful. They might be in an unresourceful state because usually people come to coaching because there is a disparity between where they are now to where they want to be and they might be experiencing a state of incongruence in their life. So therefore, that might mean that they are feeling unresourceful in some way. For example, they might be anxious or stressed. They might be struggling with confidence or low self-esteem. Or, you know, they might be having a difficult time. Something might have happened in their life that has thrown them sort of off their path, maybe unexpectedly. And they might be struggling to navigate it at the moment. So they might be in what we call in NLP an unresourceful state. And there is a presupposition that says there are no unresourceful people, just unresourceful states. You know, people aren't unresourceful. We believe in NLP that yes, we can sometimes find ourselves in unresourceful states, but as human beings, we're not unresourceful. We can all find the resources that we need within ourselves. So when you're leading or coaching people who are in those unresourceful states, they might be struggling to navigate their life or the challenges that they're experiencing, and they might be finding it difficult to feel okay about themselves. So 
One of the beliefs of excellence or presuppositions of NLP, which is really useful to consider and to, I suppose, almost adopt when you're working with people, is that people aren't unresourceful. They have unresourceful states and that everybody has the resources that they need within them or they can create them. And there's many other NLP presuppositions as well, which I'll share with you throughout these podcast episodes. But let's start with this one today for the, for the purpose of talking about seeing our clients in their high potential states. So when you approach your work with these presuppositions, they become an integral part of your attitude and your way of being when you're coaching people because they direct how you work with people. They direct your thinking, they direct your feelings about your client and therefore they direct then your behaviours towards your client. So one of the biggest influences that you have as a leader or a coach is how you perceive the person that you're working with and what you believe about them. Because when you perceive them as being resourceful, as whole, as competent, as capable, then you're going to engage with those parts of that person that are competent and whole and resourceful. On the other hand, if you don't see them as resourceful, you're going to engage with the parts of them that are unresourceful. And in NLP, we are always seeking to look for the person in their high potential states and we're always seeking to support the person in eliciting those high potential states so they can have them more of the time. So when you work in this way, you then seek to understand your client's model of the world, you get curious about them and you can pace and lead them from a place where they are, um, where you're more likely to support them with that change. So like I say, we all have the resources that we need or we can create them. And I'm going to unpack that a little bit more in relation to um, what we're talking about here, seeing your clients in those high potential states and why this is so important. So what we want to avoid as a coach or as a leader is getting into that drama triangle clients don't need rescuing. People don't need rescuing. They don't need fixing. They're not broken. So again, another presupposition of NLP is that, you know, people aren't broken. We're not here as coaches to fix people. Um, it's not, that's not our job. And yes, they might, people might be presenting with unresourceful states or ways of being that may seem unresourceful. You know, some people come and they are sabotaging their happiness They are doing behaviours or habits that are not supportive of a healthy life. They might be sabotaging their relationships or, or their career. But ultimately, they are not unresourceful people. They might have developed these habits or these patterns or these ways of being because of various things that might have happened in their life, but they're not unresourceful people. So, as a coach, like I said, it's not our job to fix them. And what we want to avoid is getting into the drama triangle. So, the coach's job is to pace and lead their client's model of the world and support them in tapping into their inner resources that already exist or creating new resources, new patterns, new habits, new ways of being that support the life that they want. So having an attitude of thinking about your client as being resourceful and whole is going to support you 
in tuning into those parts of them that they bring into the coaching session. So those, those you know, the, the language that they use when they are resourceful, the subtle shifts of their sort of body language, their breathing patterns, the behaviors that they demonstrate in the coaching session that indicate those resourceful states are there that show you that they have moved from an unresourceful state, the one that they don't want, to a resourceful one. And then as a coach, when you notice this, you almost act as that feedback machine for them. You can give them information, you can give them feedback and tell them what you've noticed when they are capturing the essence of their high potential states so that you can help your clients become more aware of this for themselves so that ultimately they learn how to self-coach because they learn how to capture the essence of their high potential states. They notice when they're in them so they can have them more of the time. So let's sort of put this into an example, into a context and a situation. So you might have a client who's come to you because they're having difficulty at work. Maybe their job role has changed and their, you know, maybe there's been some big changes in their organization and they might be struggling to assimilate these changes and to navigate them. And this might have resulted in them losing confidence and this might be impacting their performance at work. So as they begin to talk to you about this situation, as an NLP coach, particularly, and depending on what you're trained in, you're going to be noticing patterns of behavior that let you know when they're in that unresourceful state. So what are they doing that let you know that they are being that um, unconfident you know, self? What language are they using? What behavior patterns have they got? What's their breathing like? What are the subtle body language things that they do that let you know that they are in that unresourceful state? What are the stories that they're telling themselves? What beliefs are they holding about themselves? And you're going to observe and notice these patterns. And then you want to pace and lead them into a more resourceful state so that they can access those high potential states. So for example, your client might want to feel more confident. They might want to be calmer at work. They want they might want to feel that they are able to, you know, navigate the challenge, that they are confident to navigate the challenge. So you might ask your client questions like, tell me about a time when you felt confident at work or maybe confident in a different context. And then, you, then you'll get them to start to go inside and elicit and bring to the conscious awareness that time. So you might ask some questions like, what are you thinking when you are in that confident way of being? Bring that picture to your mind now. Bring that self-talk to your awareness. What sounds do you hear? How are you talking to yourself? What pictures are you generating? How are you feeling? Whereabouts in your body is that sensation or that feeling? What's that like? And what behavioral things are you doing when you are confident. So what you're doing here is you are eliciting their experience of associating back into a time when they've been confident, either at work, it might be in the same context, or it might be in a different context. Because if somebody is feeling very stuck in that context, you might elicit the state that they want from a different context, and then swap it over into the context that they want. 
And when you hold that belief about your client, when you represent them as already being whole and competent, when you represent them in your own mind of being able to access those high potential states, that's what you're going to look for within your clients. You're going to tune into and notice and become aware of the signals that they give you that let them know that they're in that high potential state. So when they are confident, what's the language that they're using that's different to when they're not confident? What's their breathing like? How do they shift and move their body when they are confident? You know, do they lift their head? Do they put a smile on their face? Do they look taller and brighter in their facial expressions? And what changes on the inside and on the outside that you can observe and notice so that you can feed that back to your client. And then what your client is then able to do is they learn how to tap into that themselves more of the time so that when they are in an unresourceful state, again, perhaps in the future, they are able to tap into those unconscious resources that are already there or create something new for themselves so that they feel better in the here and now. So like I say, your belief about your client directs the way that you work with them. Believing that they are resourceful, believing that they can find their own solutions, believing that they already have within them what they need is going to guide you as a coach to look for, to observe, to notice, to feel into, to sense and become aware of um, what they are doing differently when they are in those resourceful states. You can then feed that back to them and they can they can then increase their own self-awareness and have that more of the time. And this is the power, I believe, in NLP coaching because you're acting almost like as a pattern detector, as a feedback machine. You are giving your clients feedback about what you're noticing about them when they have moved from the non-resourceful state to the resourceful state that they want. You are calibrating and noticing those shifts and those changes in your client, either in the language that they're using, in their subtle body language, in their breathing patterns, You might also be noticing things like changes within their facial expressions. You know, they might do something really subtle like frown and squint their eyes when they are in an unresourceful state and open their eyes more brightly when they are in a resourceful state. And when you are noticing these things in your client, you can feed that back to them so that your client then generates more self-awareness and can step into those resourceful states of being more of the time. So going back to the question or the what I started with, why is seeing your clients in the highest potential so important? It's important because when you imagine your client already in those high potential states, that is where you work. That's how you work with them you work towards them being in those states. You observe and notice them in those states. Your filters are open and aware to noticing when your client is where they want to be so that you can give them that feedback and they can have that more of the time. So if you'd like to know more about NLP and how it can support you to be an excellent coach, how it can support you in leading people, 
towards more resourceful and helpful states, how, how you can support your clients in transforming their struggles so that they can achieve their desired outcomes, then follow me on Facebook at Sarah Fletcher Coaching or on Instagram at Sarah Fletcher Coaching. Sign up to my mailing list where you will get lots of information and you'll also get my course dates. I'd love to connect with you. So also, you know, reach out, send me a message and I can let you know more about my NLP training. So I'll see you in the next episode. Have a great day.